Welcome to the We In To Win Show podcast version. Join host Sinovia D. Williams as she dives deep into the real stories behind the success and progress of the most phenomenal business owners and entrepreneurs. You will learn their steps, secrets, and strategies to triumph after trial, find clarity in your vision, survive in crisis, and more. These powerful back shows will help you to get in and stay in your winning zone. And now, your host, Sinovia D. Williams. It is my distinct pleasure today to be able to sit uh, with a what we call as our local famous, one of our local famous broadcasters, um, Minister Dwight Ambrister. We knew him for always being informative, always being eloquent and elegant in his department, and always bringing uh, light and life into whatever he did in the media field. Now our Minister Dwight Ambrister has moved on into a new arena, that of entrepreneurship and business ownership. And so we sit here today at D Waters, of course it's Dwight's Waters, but it's D Waters Cafe, a beautiful uh, establishment on the waters, and everyone raves about how great the food is, and the man behind this mission is Dwight Ambrister. So we're going to start off asking Dwight to tell us some little known fact about himself, that's some quirky thing hardly anyone knows about Dwight. Yeah, Thank you so much for having me on your show. Uh, let me share with you some things that persons may not know about me. I was a deep sea diver. I dive like the old-fashioned way, yes. spearfish the old-fashioned way. That's how I grew up and catching crabs uh, and farming the old, old-fashioned way. So folk may not know that, but I grew up the hard way. Deep sea diving the old-fashioned way, not with all of those gadgets and stuff and uh, farming the whole the old-fashioned way and catching crabs. That's how I made it through school. Mm-hmm. And so even in that little uh, utterance, I hear you say the old-fashioned way. Mm-hmm. And for someone like me, uh-huh. the old-fashioned way means the hard way. Exactly, exactly. You <laughs> cut bush, you, the cutlass, you burn the bush when it gets dried, and, and then you wait for the rain to come to water the ground, yes. and then you go ahead and you plant your peas and your corn and your beans and all that kind of stuff to yeah. grow food for you to eat. Yes. Living on the island, it's different from living in Nassau or living in Grand Bahama, yes. uh, the two cities. So you have to make your way. Yes. Yeah. And so because we are here today to talk about what is your momentum, what is mm. the wind behind your wind? When we see people like you accomplishing wonderful things that is producing, mm. being productive, um, continually reinventing yourself, continuing mm. to move forward, mm-hmm. we people like me, and we want to share with others, what is that drive? Because we want other people to also access uh, mm-hmm. that wisdom keys that you have. And so as we talk about who Dwight is, mm-hmm. could you tell us more about Dwight the child, the adolescent, the young adult? Tell us about growing up mm-hmm. on the island. Good. That's a good question. Uh, on the island of Andros, like I said, as a young boy, uh, I grew up catching crabs, uh, going for crabs in the midnight hour and early morning hour, in fact. That's how I paid for BG, BG, BJCs and GCEs uh, from catching crabs. You, and then crabs were like $4 a dozen, and that used to be a lot 
then, back then. And of course, deep sea diving, uh, that's how I grew up on the island as a little boy. And as I grew up, get older, uh, you get a little bit more things to do, like, like shooting pigeons. Okay. Uh, that was a little bit more fancy because now you have a gun. Yes. And so uh, when the, uh, the, we call them the hunters came down, uh, we were able to uh, uh, pick up the pigeons as they, as they shoot, and then you get monies for that. Outside of that, you have to create your own uh, sort of survival. On the island, it's like you have to do the things that will cost you to live another day. And so those are the stuff that we had to do. So, so growing up on the island, for me as a little boy, it was farming. It was deep sea diving, catching the crabs. Those are the stuff that we did. And then, of course, the little more sophisticated one was pigeon hunting during the October period. So every season, every season, the four seasons, there was something to do. The last season was pigeon. And, of course, deep sea diving with the, the groupers and stuff like that was also during the December month, early January. Uh, March, April, May, June was catching crabs and farming at the same time. So by September, October, you're ready to, to harvest your corns and that kind of stuff. And so it was always a pattern that we had to continuously do. Yes. And I that see. was my survival. Mm. Yeah. And you said there was a pattern that we had to continuously do. Mm -hmm. So even in that, it seems as if you are indicating that there was someone behind you. There mm -hmm. were influences behind you. Because mm -hmm. you said you had to. Yes. This wasn't something yes, that you yes, got yes, up in the yes, morning yes. and say, oh, yes. I feel like shooting a pigeon today. Yes. It sounded yeah. like you were groomed into this. So could tell us about those people that molded Absolutely. you. Yes, my grandparents, my father and my grand-grandmother. My father was also a, a, a fisherman. And so we would go hauling fish the shads and the bone fish and that's in the morning or the noon day and after that you go farming you get to go farming and so farming and fishing were the things that we had to do five o'clock you had to be up in the mornings to be in the farm and so my grandparents really drove that into me and that's how I lived that's how we grew up and so coming to Nassau eating McDonald's and all that great <laughs> stuff it's just I mean that's like heaven you know but we grew up just doing the little old stuff Wow, so this was your income. You had to do it. I hear the tone of discipline. Mm -hmm. You had to get up at 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. And so even the fact that you were working continuously towards your income, mm -hmm. that sounds like an entrepreneurial spirit. Yes, indeed. Because, the yes, because uh, the catching the crabs and, and doing the farming and the fishing, the group of fishing and stuff like that, that's what we exported to Nassau. When the Prince George Dark area, that is now a tourist, touristic area, that was the area where we landed to sell our crabs. And that's how we were able to buy the, the chicken and the, the sausage and the little butter and, and the little rice to take back home. Uh, you know, and, and you live like that. So, so the summer period really was dedicated to catching the crabs and, and just moving forward. Let me ask you, um, Dwight, were there ever any bad seasons? And if they were, how did you handle it? How did you learn to handle the mm -hmm. bad seasons when uh, items didn't produce as you would say? Hurricanes, bad weather, okay. bad weather. Boat can't come to the island during hurricane periods okay. or bad weather. What was what was what, what transpired during those times? Though there were doing uh, there were a lot of ships that were wrecked. And you remember the New Zealand butter that used to come in the can? Yes. I don't know if you're old enough to young enough to remember, I remember that. the name. The New Zealand <laughs> butter and stuff like that used to drip a drift to shore and we used to pick those up from the beach on the beach and we used the New Zealand butter that little harm uh, uh, that used to come in the can and it came as a result of ships being wrecked and those stuff floating ashore and we used to use those stuff butter 
Uh, that was that was we used to look forward to that. But outside of that, when mail boat used to take like eight and nine hours to get to Andrews from Nassau, uh, we had to wait on those on those on a weekly basis. If you if bad weather, then you can't you can't get shipment in, so you have to resort back to what you grew, and that's what we that's how we made it. Okay, in those times, are there any uh, phrases, coins, quotes, words of wisdom that mm. kind of stand out from you that you feel like you would have carried along in your lifetime from then? Um, and incorporated in how you would have done life and business? Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the things that, that, that I used recently that really captured my attention was work hard in silence mm. and let your success be your noise. Uh, and the reason for that is, is that as you grow up, you learn more wisdom, knowledge comes. And as a result of that, a lot of persons, you would talk your ideas and your concepts to, yes. and they would have the way with, with monies. You have the resources to do the things that you think about. <laughs> that I think about, you know, or thought about, and uh, and so and so you you work those concepts and those ideas now in silence until you are able to give birth to it, and then it comes forth, and, and of course people can't steal it then because you're already on the way with it, and so those are the, that that particular phrase has stuck with me for a long time. Work hard in silence. You don't got to talk nothing. Let your success do the talking for you. And, I, and again, you reiterate, work hard. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I, keep, I put a pin in that is because, mm -hmm. again, we want people who are at the starting line, mm -hmm. maybe people who would have had attempts at entrepreneurship and failed. Right. Right. Of course, there are some keys missing. There's some wisdom lacking. Mm -hmm. and, and, and you keep saying work hard as someone who mm -hmm. is accomplishing. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to just highlight that, that mm -hmm. fact that mm -hmm. it's, not, um, it's not easy all the time. No, there's, no. there's sweat. It's process. Uh, and, and, and like you said, the sweat, the sweat equity there is that you have to be consistent all the time, have that drive as to what is your passion. Uh, and you, you drive, get that drive from your passion. Uh, restaurant operation, this is not the first one. Right. I, I, I had a little restaurant on East Street call, takeaway call, Rambo's. Catchy name. So everybody <laughs> knows about Rambo's, Rambo's yeah. movie. And of course, I, I run uh, George Myers' set of restaurant, chain of restaurants, that's KFC. Uh, I set up Taco Bell here in the Bahamas. Uh, I work with the Tony Romas group. And of course, way back then, when pizza first came up, would have been Swanks. Yes. And so the Myers' chain of restaurants, I would have been one of the operations manager there. And so the, 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 the wisdom and the knowledge gotten there. I transfer that now into a concept of my own. If I could do it for the Myers, I certainly can do it for myself. Eh? Oh, and that's what you see here. That is mm. an, an amazing point. Mm. I had no idea about mm. the scope of your experience. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. to I think in that too is another lesson because mm. you could have been introduced to the food industry um, in your past, mm -hmm. but had you not made it a point to excel mm -hmm. and to bring excellence to it, mm -hmm. I think you would agree that uh, where you are today in mm -hmm. terms of um, them having kept you on and continuing to introduce you mm -hmm. into new roles and into new positions, mm -hmm. um, going from pizza mm -hmm. to uh, what, what, what chicken. Was it? chicken, you know, right, 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 <laughs> this, right, this, right. This, this vast experience, mm -hmm. um, this journey. Your mm -hmm. journey then yeah. in helping other people was really mm -hmm. kind of getting you together and grooming you mm -hmm. for what you would ultimately do. Exactly, and and, and sometimes it comes at a at a, at a late stage uh, until you get the the kind of knowledge and the wisdom to bounce you forward. Sometimes now when you would have lost job, and of course I lost my job at the restaurant, restaurant Bahamas, and that could have been ordained by God at that time to trust me forward into my own thing. 
And of course, uh, working at KFC, at that time I, I ran my own little restaurant at the same time. So I could have moved forward and transferred knowledge uh, into something that you would own yourself and to be able at some point in your life to be able to be an, a, a restaurant icon as Demise's group or the Wendy's folk, uh, the Burger Kings of, of today. And so what you get here on Araki now is that same kind of birthing and, and you just work it, work it, work it. It's not going to be easy all the time. There are a lot of periods, there are low moments like now COVID period has, has trapped all of us. So ingenuity has to, and creativity has to come forth. And as a result of what's transpiring here, below this where we speak, uh, is another office space that I've rented. Uh, just quest from here is another office space that I've rented. And so you have to re you got now re-engineer all the space that you have because of COVID to keep the train going. And you are no stranger to innovation based on oh, what you would have said. No, absolutely not. You were established at mm -hmm. a job. Mm -hmm. You were doing well. Mm -hmm. What was the thought that still made you create that side hustle? This is it. Having been terminated on two occasions, on two occasions, I decided in myself that whenever someone wants to terminate me again or terminate me again, I will have my own business going. And so at the first instance when I was terminated from, that would have been from uh, ZNS, and uh, from a government sector, private sector was just moving, uh, I decided and made up in my mind that I am going to be the lender and not the borrower. Above only? Yeah, and I guess that's correct. <laughs> Head not the tail. And, and that, 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 that concept, that I there, that came forth, okay? Uh, because people at will can just terminate your service, give you your payment in lieu of notice, and then what after that? You have nothing to go on. And it was always my idea to have my own business, even though I may be in the corporate Bahamas working in different areas, and I have, but at the end of the day, to have something of your own giving you another revenue stream that can hold you in spite of what transpired in the economy. That was to drive behind me getting into business of my own. My goodness, I love mm -hmm. it. And that sense of, I, I hear, empowerment mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. security mm -hmm. and just that mm -hmm. liberty mm -hmm. that you can work, you can you can give, but mm -hmm. understanding that you're not in control of what other people's exactly. decisions yeah. and, and you, um, as a child of God, mm -hmm. have the power to get wealth and to mm -hmm. establish yourself, and, mm -hmm. and you did that. You exercised mm -hmm. that power, mm -hmm. and I am, I'm, I'm actually quite encouraged mm -hmm. um, by that. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of people will start to consider yeah. what could their side hustle be. Mm -hmm. And so, like you say, you're already in that in that field, mm -hmm. um, Rambo. Tell me, uh, what what? Just tell me a little bit about Rambo, because it just okay. sounded like it was a great game. Yeah, Rambo's <laughs> firstly the name. People, when they, when they look at a business, they want to be able to remember the name quickly. And so Rambo's was a, a, a great movie. Rambo, uh, that Western, uh, Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone, yes. Right. Rambo. <laughs> and so I took that name and said, Rambo's. People remember that name. It ties in well uh, with, with, with seafood, these Rasta guys who believe they're so masculine <laughs> and, and all that kind of, and strong and, <laughs> and, and that kind of stuff. So I went after that name because it was catchy and easy for people to remember and tagged it to my, my name and stuff like that. Uh, when people 
see my restaurant name Rambo's, they remember me. And so it play, I played off that. Uh, and that moved. Being an entrepreneur, I, we have already established that there's a sense of empowerment, mm -hmm. um, security, and confidence mm -hmm. that comes along with that. Mm -hmm. What are some of the other rewards um, that come with taking the leap into business ownership? Financial independence. Financial independence. And, of course, you're creating your own wealth. Uh, you, you're creating your own asset base. Uh, uh, you, you're giving opportunities now to other persons that, that you can employ. Uh, you may be able to even uh, put your, your, your establishment in a public share offering kind of thing to even expand yourself and divest yourself into uh, other things that can come from uh, revenue generating from, from the restaurant. For example, this space here now is going to be my law firm. Yes. And so that's the other thrust that I'm moving into uh, in the next couple years or so. I'll be, hopefully be called to the bar. And so this area will become uh, the, the legal arm of the business that will render service now to all of this community on our key, because all of these business owners need some form of legal uh, representation or legal aid. And so that's another area that will spin off from this business. So it's just not restaurant operation and of course, and of course, uh, you, you would know that I was in television production Absolutely. before. And so that is coming shortly as well. And so east from where I sit now will be a, like I say, another area, yes. another office area for television production oh, internationally, not locally. Yes. And so all those stuff that I'm, I'm presently working on at the end of the day, they are in view. And it's just time, so you work hard in silence, allow your success to speak for you. Don't share your dreams. Let me tell you why I'm so thrilled. Mm -hmm. Because what I'm actually hear you, hearing you say is that starting a business is just actually a door of opportunity. The sky is no limit mm -hmm. once you would have started that initial business. Right. And so many of us need to give ourselves the opportunity to start with what we have and just understand as we see it play out in your life. Mm -hmm. like, come on, we're going from the restaurant mm -hmm. and then now we're going to move into the other aspect of your gift and talent mm -hmm. um, and love. Uh, mm -hmm. That's uh, the mm -hmm. legal affairs. Mm -hmm. And now you're going to expand into that. Mm -hmm. And there's a place for it within mm -hmm. an audience. And, yes. and, and, and then now you're going to go be able to glean of your past experience. And, and it's like, it's almost as if if though you did not start mm -hmm. with one thing, mm -hmm. maybe you would not have been able to see your way to the other things and, and, and allow it to bloom. The key is to start. Secondly is for you to discover your passion. What are your passion? And uh, of course, one of the things that, that drive me is creating streams of income. And I use my 10 fingers. <laughs> All of these ought to be a revenue generator. Right. Like and, and so I'm on number six. So I still got four more avenues to, to explore. So uh, at the end of the day, it is really creating avenues whereby you can empower yourself and, and, and create a financial base that will make you independent. When you are financially independent, uh, you tend to be able to ward off the stresses of life in, 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 in a good way. Because what kills others is just what motivates you. You see? And so uh, those are the things that I, I look after. Uh, not getting caught up in the, the little avatars of life, daily avatars of life, but to plan 
properly and, 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 and work towards your goals and use all the necessary strategies and look at all of the experiences that you would have gained and what others may have gained and then always put yourself, keep yourself in, a, in an environment where you can learn from people. It makes no sense hanging out with chicken if, if you're an eagle. You may as well hang out with some eagles because yes. you can learn how to fly. Stay tuned, more life-changing conversation ahead on The Win to Win. But now, a word from our sponsors. Shiver Bahamas invites our local vendors to join the team and bring the Bahamian choice for a healthy, delicious, affordable snack to your customers. Increase sales and attract new customers with the variety of island fruit flavors of Shiver. It's easy. We provide a beautiful custom stand-up freezer delivered to your location free of charge. Get your sorbet at an unbelievably low price as part of the Shiver team. Call us or WhatsApp us today at 467-0319 or visit our website at shiversorbet.com. Join the team at Shiver and bring affordable, healthy snacks into the hands of Bahamians. The Win to Win wishes to thank all of our sponsors. And now, let's get in and stay in our winning zone with more of The Win to Win. We spoke about the reward of the entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. Tell us about some of the difficulties when, mm -hmm. it, when it gets hard, mm -hmm. when, it, when it becomes a lonely road, mm -hmm. when you can't see a way forward. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I've learned in this whole process is that people look at you and believe they got it all made in the, in the sunshine. When you when you can't even talk and pay you like that, yeah. uh, and people equate you with with maybe what they perceive to be very successful in your life, and they believe you carry this name, they carry that name, they carry the next name, or he got it made, and that that prohibits you from accessing any necessary capital that you really need to make your business grow. So unless you unless you you, you connect yourself with people and let them know and be candid in business that, listen, I'm struggling. I've done this whole monstrosity of woodwork out here, but I, I struggle. Yes. I struggle. Uh, I struggle to meet payroll. I struggle to pay light bill. I struggle all the next, all the same struggles that you have. Yes. We have that more. And so when people see this, this building, when people come here, they see the office, they see what's transpiring, they believe that you have it made and yes. you, you're not faced with the, the same struggles that they are faced with. Yes. And that has been one of the hindrances in this business in my life uh, because people don't expect you to be in want, to be lacking. And there are lacks, there are struggles. And, and, and so that's the hard part. Trying to sit with somebody and say, man, listen, I need at least five, I need to get over this. I need $500. You need $500? Dwight, do you see what you got over there? I say, yeah. I need $500 here. Not over there. I need this here. You see? And so it has always been a real struggle. Uh, and then being an entrepreneur, uh, uh, banks see you as a risk, even though there's this public talk to say that they encourage you to go into business, encourage you to do this, encourage you to push. But at the end of the day, they're not, they're not giving you the capital to yes. be able to set upon. Yes. Right? Unless you have some other property that they will want to hold on to. They'll hold on to your eyeball. Yes. And that, they are some of the, 
the, the offsetting factors that will, will hinder persons from getting into business properly. Proper capitalization of what it is that you want to do without giving up all of what you have worked for all your years. That's the real struggle in business. So it's not just, uh, and that's why people fail, because they have an idea, they go into the business, uh, they rent a spot. Luckily, I don't have to rent. Like I say, I don't want to be the lender, not the borrower. Uh, and so that has been the saving grace for me uh, in business. Now, there were highs, and so during the high period, you solidify what you're doing and, and position yourself so that when the lows come, you have something to fall back to. The business downstairs, the renting over here. So that, that's, a ready, that's a stable income. And that save you over the difficult period. Wisdom and strategy. Yes, 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 yes. And I want to thank you for sharing with us the real mm -hmm. about um, the perception of entrepreneurs coming in. Mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of us understand that. Mm -hmm. um, that and it's just knowledge is power. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if you know that you will be considered a risk, mm -hmm. if you know that getting financing, it will not just be a walk in the park, mm -hmm. you can adjust your mind. Exactly, yes. And, mm -hmm. and be prepared uh, mm -hmm. properly. Now, what is it, because you say, you, you, say um, you talk about the struggles, you talk about the struggles, so mm -hmm. obviously it's not one or two. Mm -hmm. Where do you go to in your mind mm -hmm. to continue through the struggles? Where, where do you find that hope to think, you know, it's, it's worth going on? The thought of giving up always comes up because of what you are being faced with. But if you have overcome those same thoughts at least three or four times, then you got experience. You have experience. What do you need to do? What have you done to get through that period, to get out? Okay, let's see if you could craft that and avoid that kind of stuff. Here's how you do it. Here's how you do it. Okay. If I can envision something coming on, well, we couldn't predict COVID. No. But you could predict September is always going to be a slow period. Yes. And heading down into November, December, people tend to do more shopping as opposed to eating. So there's going to be less eating in November and December. People in the party and more than drinking and shopping. Things that dog you becomes now your experience indicators that will tell you what you need to adjust on. Mm -hmm. What was a day in the life of Dwight like? prior to COVID-19 in terms of business, and then give us a comparison mm. post-COVID, yeah, it's during like COVID. It's like night and day. Okay. Very busy, the size of the restaurant downstairs, both sides, here, downstairs, upstairs, over there, the front decking, the outer decking to the western end, all was occupied, all areas were occupied, we were running through some, uh, maybe between 200, 300 uh, persons per day. Uh, on weekdays, on weekends, it, it could get up even more. And so when you talk about a drop from 300 to zero uh, on some days, that's a, that's a real hit. Uh, it's like all of your stuff that you would have worked for uh, uh, came to a standstill in one day, one day. Uh, it's a tragedy for many. Uh, many businesses, uh, small, medium-sized businesses, will not rebound from this. Um, why? Because their structure is not like mine. Uh, owning a property, you can just close it. Um, you can decide when you want to open it. Uh, when you are renting, 
and you are leasing the property, it's a different ball game because no income coming, then of course that business is going to eventually shut down. And so uh, prior to COVID, uh, as you can see, uh, the business is there. The seating capacity, you see the chairs, you see in one area you have over 100 chairs, another area you have 43, another area you have 38. And so 143, 78 chairs of running through people and then another room that has a boardroom. And so when you look at the number of chairs that, that used to be filled and people waiting in line to get in the restaurant uh, and to not have anybody in, the, in those chairs becomes now a liability as opposed to an asset. Uh, for me, I'm lucky to some extent in that uh, I don't have to pay lease or pay rent for a space and eventually lose it because I can't rebound from uh, what COVID has, has rendered us. And so post-COVID now, it's really like a building starting all over again. Uh, you're now leaning on your ingenuity and your creativity now because it's not, it's not just me who've been affected. This is a worldwide phenomenon. And uh, as a result of that, everybody's now at ground zero. You may have you may have a lot of monies, and so you, your money is just sitting there, and your money sitting in the bank is the cost, is a cost to someone else, because they have to now pay interest on that, and if they don't have anybody to lend those monies to, then they are making a loss. So money's in the bank doesn't mean that the bank is solvent or doing well. Money's sitting in the bank accounts, and they aren't able to lend those monies out, it becomes a cost to them, you see? Uh, so because now, if I have a million dollars just sitting there in the bank, I'm making the monies on that through the interest. Yes. The bank is not making any monies on that because they can't lend that out. And so they're making the law. So eventually, something is going to keep crawling up. And when all that stuff come up upon you, you're going to find out they may start calling you. I need you to come and take some of this money out of the bank. And that could happen. Something now, never considered before. for us, post-COVID is, is another eye-opener. Now, what can we do in business, in a restaurant business, differently so that you could keep the doors open and, uh, and, and still hold on uh, and, and build? So it's called, it calls now for, for, for creativity. Mm -hmm. What do you need to do? A lot of people went into delivering food all over the place. I into no delivery yes. and food. People <laughs> want to come in a restaurant and, and sit down and have an experience, have an outing. All right? So now i got to figure out what I need to do here. Yes. That would cause people not buy the food from the back of a car with no kind of uh, hygiene in place, uh, the dust blowing up, yes. no, uh, no health certificate, no nothing. You don't even have a sanitizer. So, got to figure that out. Got to see how we can cause that to come back here, to come back in this vicinity. And that's where I'm at. Yes. And, and again, that drive I hear, mm -hmm. you continue to take a situation, you continue to look. I see you always look into the future. You're mm -hmm. always thinking ahead. Mm -hmm. You use the word ingenuity, mm -hmm. innovation, mm -hmm. and I feel like those two are key words if mm -hmm. you want to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. If oh, you, yes. You're leaning on those. That's correct. Yeah. You are le you're basically leaning on those, and if you mm -hmm. did not have those mm -hmm. um, or, didn't, or didn't open yourself up to investigate that, mm -hmm. that 
I don't think business, so business owners need to have to be open to developing, yeah. for open example, their minds. For example, the port is just across the street here. Yes. Yeah? Whatever happens in the Bahamas, people have to eat. We are a service-driven economy, which means that we don't have any natural resources that we are producing. We import our main industry is tourism. And so all of what we do, we have to import our food. In order to import your food, you have to have custom brokers. You must have, you gotta have custom brokers. So what did I get custom brokers to come here? They can be in business. They will stay in business. It's just not getting a business to rent your place to that in two or three or four months time, uh, they're gonna go out of business. Makes no sense. If you just want some quick cash, fine. But if you want to be sustained, if you want it to last, then you look at those businesses that have to be in business in order for the country to survive. Custom brokers, they have to be in business. The port is right there. They have to clear everything that comes into this country. And so you have to connect to that. We found an audience in the midst of everything that was going on. Yes. But that took deliberate thought. Yes. And, and yes. strategy and wisdom. Yes, and it helps drive the restaurant. So as customers come to the custom broker's office, they can want little coffee and tea and some food and some stuff to run back to the port. Yes. So you make the, the homogeneous connection between business that will drive your business. Mm. Yeah. I love that. That's mm. food for thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Dwight, a lot of people do not know that you actually have hands-on in your business. Mm-hmm. We, we consider the fame and the glamour mm-hmm. of business. Mm-hmm. But what do you? What, what words of advice would you give to the entrepreneur on the outside looking mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. expecting to to have the fame and and, and, and all the right, the right, glitz? Right, right. right what right. do you say to them when, after how many years of business, mm-hmm. they still may have to get into the kitchen? Right. They still may have to drive the truck. Right. What do you say to them? Mm-hmm. You better know how to do those things. You better know every intricate part of your business. Uh, you have to know how to cook if you're in restaurants. Know the temperatures. Know, know the, the health issues. Uh, know everything. Know everything so that you will not be caught in any circumstance where you cannot deliver your or move your business forward. In this COVID period right now, I cannot afford a chef. I can't afford the cooks. So who cooking? Wow! Uh, I gotta cook. Yes. So if I'm te- if I taught uh, some of my employees how to cook and how to do this and how to check for this and how to check for that, in the tough times when you need to navigate through a period mm. as COVID nineteen, uh, this pandemic will drive you to that. You better know how to bake bread. You better know how to uh, cook rice. You better know how to fry a snapper. You better know how to season a chicken. If not, you are out of business. All right, until you are able to bridge the gap from post-COVID uh, period to, I mean, pre-COVID, COVID, yes. to post-COVID, yes. that, that incubation period in there, that's a lot of time you got to learn. Mm. And, so, and so for me, I know, I know the business, I know what to do, uh, I know how to cook the food, I know how to prep it, I know how to chill it, I know how to hold it, I know the time frames, I know the incubation periods, I know everything. And so I'm able to do, I'm able to do, I'm able to multitask. 
even in a difficult situation. I love it. Mm. I love it because um, if we look online a mm. lot and we Google mm. before starting businesses, a lot of a lot of things say, well, you know, you can do a four hour a work a four hour work day, mm. <laughs> you know, and, mm. and everything seems mm. to be like uh, microwave. Quick, quick, yeah, you could get yeah, it done. Yeah. And I'm sure that exists. Mm. Um, but I think, like you said, in a, in a trying time, you better know how yeah, yeah, and have yeah, the skills yeah. to be able to make sure you yourself mm -hmm. can run your business and produce. In, indeed, indeed. And it's just not the kitchen side of it or the back of the house side mm. of it. It's also, you still have to have an eye for the cleanliness of the restaurant. You have to have an eye for the quality of the food. You have to have an eye for the hospitality. I call it HQAC, Hospitality Quality Service Cleanliness. All of those areas you have to account for. And so, so people may see the end product when you deliver a plate of food on the table that is tasteful, that is appealing and, and looks satisfying. And at the end of the day, hopefully it is that. Uh, but you have to also look at uh, the, the cleanliness of your restaurant, both in front of the house, in the back of the house, in the prepping area, and of course your restrooms. They play serious, serious on the taste buds of people who sit inside your restaurant to eat the food. If they walk into your restaurant and they see too much flies around, mm. that's a problem. Absolutely. That's a problem. You can't <laughs> help people. Yeah, yeah, that's a huge problem. <laughs> you know, so so you got you have to do spot checks on your in your restaurant areas to make sure it's congenial, it's 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 pleasant for people to sit down and experience a good plate of food, and and let it become an experience as opposed to just not an eating, you know, an experience for them. An experience. Yeah. I love it. yeah. And I, I so I think that the advice for entrepreneurs would be that you must be prepared to be all in. Oh yeah. All in on your business. Oh yes. Yeah. So Dwight, uh, everything I hear you say, even. In your journey and, and everything you brought to the table, I remember in broadcasting, there was one time you did an event where uh, you were there were different people from around the world. I think they were doing sales. They had their company, mm -hmm. different uh, stalls, home, and you went around. Sales. Yes, yeah. and you were so fabulous because you kept yeah. me watching. I was, yeah. I was like, it was yeah. so exciting, you know. Right, right, and you right. always knew what to say for each person, as if mm -hmm. you had, uh, you know. So I'm just saying that I've seen you reinvent, and now to mm -hmm. hear your side of the story, where mm -hmm. I didn't know about the deep sea fishing, I didn't know about uh, all the other uh, mm -hmm. roles you would have played mm -hmm. prior to this. Mm -hmm. What I want to say is, if you could think of and imagine mm -hmm. those people back on the island, mm -hmm. Dwight the child, Dwight the adolescent, the young mm -hmm. adult, mm -hmm. being trained up mm -hmm. at five o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. If you had to think of maybe the person who drove you the hardest mm -hmm. and they were sitting here, mm -hmm. what would you say to that person? The person who pushed me, who really pushed me to becoming all that I can become uh, in life is my principal. <laughs> and uh, he pushed me, even uh, would have lent, lent me his uh, car to drive, to do things. He would have lent me his car to drive five miles when I had to do GCs in the afternoon as opposed to doing GC doing, doing normal school hours because at that time uh, the teachers went on strike. Cecil Smith is his name, Principal Cecil Smith, and the other one would have been Jack Thompson. Oh, wow. They were my inspirators, yeah. Yes. And so both of them were at the school that I attended. And so when I had to really do classes in the evening, I remember Cecil Smith gave me, my principal gave me his car to drive so I could come home 
catch a bus home and don't have to walk five miles in the evening to go do GCs to walk back home at night. And that's how I learned how to drive. So he played a, 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 a serious role in my overall development to this day. So if he was yeah. sitting right here, what would you say to him? Oh my God. Oh, 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 oh. I would just simply just, like I always do when I see him, uh, thank him for, for having the confidence in me. Uh, to know that I can do it, and uh, and I owe him uh, great gratitude in life. In that, whenever I see him, whenever I get the opportunity to talk about him, whenever he calls on me, I gotta be dead not to do that. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I love it. Gratitude, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so that's why we want to do this program because we want to say to the aspiring, the dreamers out there, mm-hmm. the people with the talent, even those mm-hmm. who would fail attempts, mm-hmm. we ha- we have confidence in you. We believe in the, those who were born on this soil. Mm. We believe in your talents. We believe in mm. your gifts. We yeah. believe the sky is the limit. Yes. But you need wisdom. Yeah. You need strategies. And mm. we've come to people like you. Mm-hmm. And we thank you for having been willing to yes. share with us. Yeah, thank you and so much. And to make lean from you. Yeah. And so let's talk about, before we sign off, let's mm. talk about the Waters Cafe, okay. where everyone can find it online, mm-hmm. on location. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just, let's just send out a net invitation okay. yeah. because yeah. we don't want any want to miss what's happening here because this is one of the finest yeah grateful for the opportunity and i want it to be uh not just one of the finer restaurants but i want it to be the finest restaurant on arawaki and i always say to persons when i am promoting this restaurant i tell them that you are on arawaki but you're not off arawaki Uh, you can go to all of the other restaurants out here and you will not get the kind of experience that when you come here you can only come to the waters cafe to get the experience here on Arawaki. But if you have a choice, mm-hmm. make the D waters your choice, your, your choice, yeah. the choice. The choice. The choice. Uh, it's authentic Bahamian food in an all Bahamian restaurant. And so I, I relish in that, and I want persons to, to be able to come here and, and find me. If you can't find me here, then I'm not far away. I'm only a phone call away. Regardless of what it is that you want to have on the plate, just give us a call. Uh, you can call me personally, uh, 376-8919, and I, I'll be able to awesome. be in contact with you awesome. in a matter of minutes. Okay. Now, I'm going to give people a, a childish thing to remember mm-hmm. so they could remember D Waters uh-huh. Cafe. Uh-huh. When you come off, that's West Bay, uh-huh. and you come in coming towards uh, the restaurants. Mm-hmm. There's that first entrance that everybody knows, right, right. and then you drive a little further, and there's a second entrance, uh-huh. and that's right on that yeah. corner is mm. D Waters. Yeah. Now, when I was a child in primary school, we mm. said, first, the mm. worst. Mm. Second, the mm. best. Okay. <laughs> okay. They must okay. come to the second entrance. Yeah, yes, The yes. D Waters Cafe. Yes. The yeah. finest restaurant for an authentic Bahamian experience. Indeed. And mm. wonderful food and service. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. We appreciate what you did for us today. Your video commercial ad is the real money maker behind your business. It grabs the attention of potential customers, delivers your message, and points them to your location. Is your business missing this essential asset and increased sales because of the extremely high cost of video commercial production? Here's your game changer. The Win to Win Production Services introduces the smart solution for professional quality video commercials delivered quickly and easily. 2x2 delivers your video commercial ad in two days at only 
only $200. Efficient and affordable. Call or WhatsApp us today to secure your production spot at 242-428-7310. This amazing offer is for a limited time only. So call today, 242-428-7310. Two by two. Watch your customers and sales grow. Thank you for tuning in to the Win to Win Show with host Sonovia D. Williams. For the television version of the show, as well as services and resources for advertising your business, subscribe to our website at www.thewintowin.com. Like us on Facebook, Win to Win for monthly giveaway promotions, behind the scenes, and more.